So sometimes when you decide you want to do something, like, let's say you, you accept a mission, it looks like it's going to be one thing. And then it's been a week since the mission started and you haven't done the original thing you were supposed to do. And you realize that there's a bunch of other complicating factors and it's like spinning out of control. Mm. And there's a bunch of other stuff that you want to do. This sounds familiar. And that's how we ended up watching all three of the latest Mission Impossible movies in backwards order. We did Mission Impossible! We already talked about it in the cold open. It's home viewing. I'm John. And I'm Bethany. And it's I said the name of the podcast already. It's yep. a podcast where we watch all the movies in our library from, from A to Z. A to Z. And sometimes we watch two movies that aren't in our library technically because we enjoyed the first one that we watched so much we wanted to watch all of them. And they fit a theme. And that theme is Tom, Tom Cruise's Cruise Redemption... Scientology. Tom Cruise's Redemption Tour on this podcast. Mm. I'm just saying we have mm. not been very kind to Mr. Cruise in the past. You know what? To he can fair, take it. His last movie was fine. He probably likes the, it. The, the movie that we talked about before was fine. You know? What movie? Live, Die, Repeat. It was fine. <laughs> I think the secret here... These are ...is five. that you're tired of Emily Blunt. No, I'm not. You don't like action star Emily. She, you miss Emily from from Devil Wears Prada. She's incredible in Devil Wears Prada. But you, and in A Quiet Place. But I think you love Rebecca Ferguson in these movies, right? Who now? Ilsa. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yes, she's very, great. Very Swedish. Very Swedish, English, whatever she's very supposed to be. American Hollywood movie star in the 50s looking. Uh, she does have that classic look. She's gonna play- I think it's just because we were... All the Hollywood people were just immigrants back then. <laughs> the quote-unquote exotic look was literally just, oh, a European person. Scandinavia, perhaps? And Germanic. They liked the Germanic ones, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, with a name like Ilsa Faust, do you get more Germanic? Now we all blended our faces and we don't look like that anymore. <laughs> I mean, she's good in these movies. Can I just say, shoes, please? Shoes? <laughs> shoes, please? The entire tour okay, well, we need sequence. To, well, okay, oh. Well, do we, we need, need to give to them focus. the context? Do we need to give no, them the context? No, we need to focus on the movie that was in our library. But it's so and hard not on the other two that you decided to make us watch. To make us watch? Excuse me. You're the one who said we should watch Rogue Nation on Saturday. And it was a mistake because now I haven't seen the one we were supposed to talk about in like two weeks. But Rogue Nation was great. The entire <laughs> the entire Turandot sequence is just... Yeah. It's beautiful. I the, mean, the filming in Vienna part is pretty great. The Morocco stuff was great, too. The the motorcycle My chase. My favorite part is when they change the theme. When they change the theme? When they change locations and they change the theme up. Oh, yes. It's so cute. <laughs> like, when they de- like in uh, in Ghost Protocol, which is the one that Brad Bird directed, when they go to India and the sitar starts yeah. playing the Mission they Impossible They do the same theme. thing for the Morocco thing. Yeah, where they've got, like, the Lawrence of Arabia strings in the uh-huh. background. It's so fun. We love a it's, theme and variation. It's so fun. These movies are fun. I mean, in America, you grow up knowing the theme before you even see the movies. Yeah, because you've heard it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it was a TV show before it was movies. Oh. In the 70s. Yeah. So the, uh, so like this, because this, 
this franchise rebooted in the 90s. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second or the third. Though the second I did use for them is the facts one where Tom Cruise did ha- use an actual knife two inches from his eye for one of the stunts. Yes, yeah. Yes. We've all heard of that. Um, And they are all basically Tom Cruise stunt and spectacle fests. And you know what? Yeah, they're lights, camera, action. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're fun. They're globe hopping. They are the gold standard. They're the closest thing you can get to indie nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, because they're Chinese co-productions. Notice how none Wait, of- what? You didn't see the big Alibaba pictures at the beginning of- No, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. How like, is that Chinese? Alibaba is like the Chinese, the biggest Chinese company. Why is like, it Yahoo. called? Alibaba pictures? Yeah. I mean, that's just the name of the company. Yeah, Alibaba Pictures is a Chinese film company under Alibaba Group. Alibaba Group Holding Limited, also known as Alibaba Group and Alibaba.com, is a Chinese multinational technology company specializing in e-commerce, retail, internet, and technology. It's basically Chinese Amazon. And they're huge. What? Wow. Yeah, Hmm. they're they're ginormous. Feels sus, doesn't it? Well, notice, notice how... In the three movies that we've seen that are the Alibaba co-productions, none of the bad guys have been China. They've always been vaguely Scandinavian, European, or Russian, you know? Have you noticed that? I mean, I would expect that if I was going to be a spy, I would probably have more European villains, no? Which I think, that gets into the DNA of these movies, I think. The location, it makes sense. Like, they always go to Europe. Well, except for when they went to other places. They went to, yeah, they were Okay, okay, let's focus, let's focus on the movie we saw two weeks ago that I'm trying to remember. Mission Impossible Fallout. Yep. Not we, to be confused with Skyfall. We did then watch Mission... In, this this weekend, we did watch Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol, which I, I feel the need to note the order that we did it in because it's literally backwards, backwards order. Yes. Which I think is a fine way to watch them because they're fun. They're, they really are quite fun, no matter, no matter what order you watch them in. And I think that Mission Impossible Fallout is the one that does what it's trying to do the best. Which one is that one? The one that we, the one that we're supposed to be talking about. Okay, okay. So, Mission Impossible Fallout is a direct sequel to Rogue Nation, to Rogue Nation, in that it uses bad guy, a bad guy that was like set up in Rogue Nation, and Ilsa. Yeah, and Ilsa's there too. Exactly. Now they mentioned the bad guys for Rogue Nation and um, Fallout in Ghost at the end of Ghost Protocol, like they mentioned the Syndicate, but this is different because. It's well, A, it's a different director. So Christopher McQuarrie, who worked on the screenplay, I'm pretty sure, for Ghost Protocol, directed these last two as well. So hmm. and Fallout popped off. Like Okay, what did you what'd you like about it? Henry Cavill. Yes. Yes. Henry Cavill plays an ally, or is he, who turns villain <laughs> in the in the third act, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's they they start to establish his him as like untrustworthy in like the second act I want to say, but like by the back half of the movie he's like solidly the villain. Like there's the, that that's the the huge foot chase through London where Tom Cruise shattered his ankle is the uh, is trying to chase down Henry Cavill and Henry Cavill he's a big man. He's great at fighting people in bathrooms. He's a very big man. Tom Cruise is not as big of a no, man. Small man, very small man, five eight size man. 
Yeah, he's a me-sized man, height-wise, at least. But still small. Yes. Somehow smaller than 5'8". <laughs> Henry Cavill... Oh, sorry, he's 5'7 and 3 quarters if you look on IMDb. <laughs> Henry Ca- Henry Cavill... Okay, so a lot of the... The, center, the central conflict of a lot of these movies is the group that Tom Cruise and uh, Simon Pegg are agents of, and uh, Ving Rhames, uh, the IMF, mm-hmm. versus the rest of the intelligence community. The international... Monetary Mother fund. flippers. The, the impossible mission force, as, sure, they're, sure. as they're known, which is where the series took its name from. Mission Impossible, they send the impossible mission force, of course. Um they wow. they are seen basically as the cowboys of the intelligence community in a way, in that their successes tend to be like dumb luck. They're always like world-ending stakes, and it's like they're always like on the edge of their seats, not quite sure if they're going to pull it off. It's pretty ridiculous. And then countdowns, yeah, and that's the point. They are they are the ones who take on the crazy missions, whereas the CIA is seen as like surgical, precise, just about getting force in brute force, getting it done. Whereas like the yeah, IMF, theirs is like dumb luck usually. <laughs> Yeah. Like, half the time, they're like, oh, to Tom Cruise's character, they're like, oh, wow, can't believe you pulled up. He was like, yeah, I just kind of tried to do it, and it happened. And I think... He never says, like, oh, yeah, we planned for this. But I think that is the thing, is even if he didn't say that he planned for this, the, the thing about his character is he is always thinking of those contingency plans and he's the person who can sure. handle it when those... Well, that's the premise of Fallout. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's... Fall, fall, the, the premise of Fallout is that Ethan Hunt is the only person who can actually get the job done. The CIA wants to stop him from doing his job, and is, but the CIA itself has been infiltrated by the syndicate in the form of Henry Cavill, who is, you know, trying to poison India's water supply by setting off a nuclear bomb. Well, and, and that's a glacier. worse now. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of the stuff that happens in these movies is kind of... Well, a lot of the stuff that happens in, like, any action movie lately, like, a lot of the... Feels so political all the time. Yes. 100%. I mean, they probably always have. Now, the core of the Mission Impossible movies is, like, they're about they're they're about stunts, but they're also about subterfuge, in a way. So it's, like, all, they're always going undercover. They're always spinning. They're always... They're always going undercover, tricking their subjects into giving them intelligence that they don't want to. And a lot of the time, sometimes they have to let the the subjects have the intelligence so that they can track them and finish off their final evil plot. That was something that was felt pretty similar between Fallout and Ghost Protocol because they let him have the launch codes in Ghost Protocol. But then they let the uh, plutonium cores get away in um, Fallout, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's... It's basically, okay, it is like basically just bridging set pieces together, if we're honest, but in between the set pieces, you have a lot of really fun character work. Like, like the guy from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Simon Pegg as Benji, the uh, technician turned field agent. I he's think, very fun. He's so funny. Yeah. I, well, we, we've been known. We've yeah. seen all the Edgar Wright movies. Well, honestly, the, one of the more striking scenes is when he and uh, Elsa are, like, hostage or something yeah, by yeah. the evil, evil guy. Yes, yes. And, like, you think by that it. she's just going to let him kind of die. No, but she mission. spends the entire time, like, because she wants revenge on the guy. Because, well, because, the okay, so well, the weird part about this one versus the one before it 
is like you kind of think she's like friends with Tom Cruise. And well, you see, the entire she spends the entire entirety of Rogue Nation going back and forth on whether or not she's able to be trusted because she's being blackmailed by British intelligence, which is a thing that carries through to Fallout. You know, she she ha- she's forced to oppose them. To yeah, because be- we can't trust a woman, but we can trust the CIA guy that's <laughs> stuck with us. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They never really do trust him, and that's how they end up tricking him with the masks in the under- in the sewer. Oh, Gosh, can we talk about rubber mask. masks for a moment? Oh, I hate it. Can we talk about I the wolf it. blitzer? Can- you loved it when they did the wolf blitzer thing and convinced the guy that the nuclear apocalypse had already happened. Oh, this when they make basically a set. They make a they make a hospital, a hospital set, and they well, tell the guy I he's been down for cool. two weeks when he's actually been down for an hour. <laughs> now there is something to be said about how hmm, very similar to the way that police lie to their uh, people they're in- investigating. To uh, <sighs> okay, the politics of these movies fall apart instantly. <laughs> there is no politics the- in these movies. <laughs> The politics of these movies are that American interventionism from specific elites is what is preventing the world from falling apart. Yeah, who cares? Now, I do like... That's not the important part of these movies. The important part of these movies is... Will Tom Cruise survive? That's the important part of these movies. Yeah. How much peril can we put Tom Cruise in? How much can we break his body? Will this be the last time that this old man will survive this? I don't know. The scene... I bet can... you the next one's going to be the last one. I just don't know. He's like these print, fifty something. These 60? print money, baby. Like they make. Yeah, that's but why they're Chinese co-produced because they can get that global market. Because doesn't he need to hop on a spaceship or something? Listen, we don't know when the when spaceship the is Demi coming. Gorgon's coming here. I, we don't. We don't know when the spaceship is coming. But when it does come, his spirit will be on it. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if his oh, body right. keeps We're all breaking. Aliens, right? Something. We're trapped alien spirits or something. I don't. Actually, I'm it's sorry, been, it's I will never not time. make fun of Scientology. It's so stupid. It's something that is there to be made fun of. It exists. It's my favorite capitalism society. It's messed up and it preys on poor people and it's... I don't. I, I want to say it preys on rich people, but it, rich people deserve to be preyed on sometimes. It definitely preys on poor people, though. And it's, they're, they're, it? I thought it was like, you're into Hollywood. It is, That's but... That's why they, Elizabeth Moss yeah. and her family are But they, they also, like... Let me put it this way: They were they they set themselves up to be. They present themselves as like group therapy, and then turn you into like a cult that takes your money. Like they had tables on Didn't campus at Georgia the, State. Uh, no, what for the acting people? No, just in general, they just I had don't tables want to on. Join it. That doesn't need an in somewhere. Listen, they they take money from anywhere. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I remember seeing their campus up in a. Was it Sandy Springs? Yeah, they have it. They have like a big building up in Sandy Springs. Is it all on like aluminum or something? Roswell Road. No, it looks like like if I remember correctly, it looks like old like antebellum. I'm air quoting right now. Uh. Architecture. Yeah, Scientology sucks. I mean, I would assume they would have a foothold here with all the um, acting and stuff. Maybe it's, but it's. I mean, it's more than that. But huh. okay, Fallout. Let's talk about Fallout. Yeah. It, important important moments in cinema. It, it, oh, it has the woman the woman from The Crown. She's the blonde arms dealer who's the informant for the CIA. Oh, Margaret. Yes. I don't know her real name. Let me let me look her up. Margaret The Crown. 
actress. And Helena Bonham Carter is going to be the first. Oh, no. Oh, no. It gave me Margaret Thatcher's actress. It gave me Julian <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> She's good. She's a lot of fun. I think they do a fun thing in... They do that fun thing in this one where they... Oh, some where they like sometimes do the uh, in that one scene they do the visualization of the way that this can go bad before Ethan lays out his plan of how it's going to actually go okay and they're not going to kill all the innocent people mm-hmm. and I thought that was so effective oh those um the, like, those like war scenes basically yeah exactly where he imagines himself killing all these people yeah yeah because that's the way that the they want because a lot of because uh, in Fallout he's like forced to pull ops and pretend to be this person that he's not so that he's able to get the intelligence. Of course, the flip side of that is that's how Henry Cavill's character frames him as this person who Henry Cavill actually is. I don't actually know how to pronounce his last Cavill, name. Cavill, I would assume. Cavill? Okay, we're going to go with Cavill. Cavill? I don't know. Henry, how would you... Henry Cavill. How, how American did... agent. Where are the British people? How would they say? There... Also, isn't there literally a scene... There, there. I think there's this. It's it's fun to watch this after having watched The Man from Uncle. I think because he plays a similar yeah yeah spot. similar vibes. Yeah. It's 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 you know he he kind of plays the character that he who shall not be named plays. In, the Witcher is the biggest departure for him, like of all his other characters. I think that this character is, has some Geralt in him. You think so? A little bit. He because he's like big and quiet, but he's. I think he's more showy and like. Because Gar. Okay. This character is an emotionally driven character, clearly. Like because he's the one who has like the manifesto and everything, and wants the. Before peace, there must be a great suffering. Like that's his entire thing. Ew. Yeah, no, it's gross. It's gross. And they go out of their way to point out like it is gross. This character is irredeemable, which is why. The, you know, he then gets his face burned with oil and falls off of a mountain after a, a helicopter chase scene. This Jousting one is like scene. more dramatic than the other oh, ones. One hundred percent. and I think it it feels it feels more human. I think even though the spectacle is bigger. Uh huh. I think it feels more human. Than I think the other it was ones. influenced by all the other modern spy movies. But it was clearly influenced by some older ones too. I just, I just think about, you know, they always do the this message will self destruct thing when he has the your mission should you choose to accept mm-hmm. it. So like in the uh, in Ghost Protocol, they use the phone booth and they they had the little joke where he had to hit the phone booth to make it self destruct. Mm-hmm. In um in Rogue Nation, they had the holographic record player, which was which was cool, but like a little flashy. This one was the best one because they had the little book that you open and you see the analog tape spinning and it's project, the film is projecting onto the wall. Well, see, that's why Rather I'm than all these like, like flashy holographic displays and everything. Like, I feel like Kingsman maybe, really kind of shifted the tone a little bit. Because Kingsman was itself influenced by the old Bond movies. Right. You know? The old, it's I like, mean, Kingsman was clearly a parody, but like... Yeah. I feel like it really influenced a lot of the other movies. Well, certainly. And I think that that's what makes this one work is it's so like... I, I don't think, like, they're usually gadgets. I can't think of any, like, particular gadget other than, like, the masks that they that they really use. I think the most, like... Hi- oh, in this one? Yeah, no. In, in, in Fallout, like, the most, like, technology-forward thing that they, they hack sometimes, 
but you don't have like the sticky gloves that, like, like they had in Ghost <laughs> Protocol. You don't have the. Uh... <sighs> you... At least they're never like... like unreal. Like sticky gloves, like this, those probably exist. Like yeah. None of the, the things po- that they have to use are, like, crazy out like, of this, like... even like, when they levitate Jeremy Renner with the rover, it's just yeah. an electromagnet, right. you know? Like, it's... But at the same time, sometimes they have, like, the readouts and everything, and you don't really see that in Fallout. You see, it's more down-to-earth, mm-hmm. in a way, even though the stakes are Well, it's more of a higher. chase movie. It's not about, like, their mission, really. Well, it's all... Ch- they're all chase movies. Well, but that way more so... I feel like he's just constantly running. He's running something. in all of <laughs> It's 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 the question is is he running from something? Is he running towards know. something? The answer this is always gave both. Me, this one gave me more like Bond vibes. Yeah. Or born. Yeah. In some way. The the car chase in Paris mm-hmm. felt very Jason Bourne. Yeah. Oh, that those car the car chase was so good with Ilsa on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Anytime they put Ilsa on a motorcycle, I I live for it. And I think about What's the thing where the uh, the way that he like tries to spare innocent life at all costs is really, really emphasized in Fallout, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the French cop who finds them as they're walking. Oh my gosh, that was devastating. Right, and like it felt like a video game cutscene. Yeah, yes! <laughs> this whole thing felt like a video game, honestly. <laughs> but like in a good way. Well, it's like they kind of trick you. They're like, oh, maybe she will survive. Well, she and does. Then, she does. No, he, the bad guy shoots her, doesn't he? No, she... Sh- Tom, Tom Cruise shoots her non-lethally. Uh, and then shoots okay. all the bad guys and In kills the, them. Yeah, yeah, So that... Yeah. Exactly. So that there's no witnesses to him turn turning on them. It's... Like... Ugh. This one, like... Everyone came closer to death, I feel like, than in a lot mm-hmm. of the other ones, too. Like, like there's... There's like falls, but I I just think about the scene with Benji hanging from the noose, in the uh, yeah yeah in the cabin, or or like him hanging off of the ledge, like with the helicopters above him and below him, like mm-hmm. it's. I also love the helicopter chopstick scene. I just I just love the helicopter chase <laughs> when he's like, okay, this goes this way, this goes this way. This budget must have been more than the other ones. The, the halo jump into Paris. Oh my god! When he pulls his shoot. At the, oh my gosh! Oh, 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 it's see that felt like Kingsman inspired too. Halo jumps are a thing for a lot of people, but yes, there there is a specific scene in Kingsman that you are thinking of that does map onto it pretty well. I'm also thinking of uh, Lupin, <laughs> <laughs> even though there's no jumps. <laughs> Well, the French stuff. Yeah. It's because it's France. it's because it's a museum heist in France. That's what you're thinking. We love a museum heist. <laughs> oh, it all this. There was some John Wick in its DNA too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the other one I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. In in that's a the, modern. The fights spy. feel very grounded. You know, like especially the 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 bathroom fight in yeah, particular. Yeah, yeah, that felt that, John Wicky. Oh, yeah, like using the environment as weapons and everything. No, he's like, not a spy. He's like anti-spy. He's a hitman. So, that yeah. one, yeah. But but like an underground hitman. That's he's the not, opposite of spy, hitman. He's, he's a hitman, but like not in the way that Leia Seydoux is in... Um, so John Wick is like an enforcer, whereas Leia Seydoux is like a contract killer in Ghost Protocol. <sighs> Leia Seydoux. Sad that she died in Ghost Protocol so that she couldn't come back in any of the other ones. 
She makes a compelling villain. We need a rotating female cast here. You can't have the same well, people. Well, at least Rebecca Ferguson showed up in both of the movies. Yeah. And, and Michelle Monaghan, who plays his wife, like, shows up in, all, in like, Boy. all of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> huh. Can I, have I mentioned yet that Rebecca Ferguson is going to be in Dune? Have I mentioned that yet on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about I that. I feel like I need to talk about Dune no. just a little bit. Well, you know, just, just a little if bit. you're going to do that, why don't we go to the concession stand first? Hi, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. We're three friends who went to college together. Hey, Gabe, did you know that Akira Kurosawa has a writing credit on Star Wars? I didn't know that. Good, because I made it up. I have one. The creator of the Frisbee made his ashes into a commemorative run of Frisbees. I don't believe you. That's 100% real, my dude. Them's the facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. Every other Wednesday. On the Pocket Podcast Network. We're pretty sure BMW is, like, an actual sponsor of this, right? I also saw, saw like, MacBook Pro Air on, <laughs> on one of the earlier ones, too. Yeah, no, the, uh, I think he's working, like, on an iPad and, like, a MacBook. Yeah, the there's same. all kinds of logos Oh, everywhere. and then he gives out the three iPhones at the end of Ghost Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, like, a sponsorship per movie. Yes. Every it's car fine. chase, he's always in a BMW, I feel like. <laughs> like... Like, they trash the BMW in Rogue Nation. There's the, uh, the BMW sports, the, the like, electric BMW sports car mm-hmm. in Ghost Protocol. I don't remember the cars in Fallout, but I'm pretty sure one of them at least was a BMW. You know, you were saying that, you know, our format's always, like, what doesn't work. And, like, even though these aren't my most favorite films, like, I don't really have a lot of beefs with them. Because there's not usually, like, a damsel in distress or anything. Like, that's not usually the... You could argue that Ilsa is in some ways a damsel in distress because she's subject to the whims of, like, British intelligence and her blackmailers and stuff like that. But she can hold her own. Like, yeah, and sure, she, she has to keep running, but, she like... she clearly makes her own decisions. She's not looking for Ethan to save her. Like, she's specifically, like, trying to have her own, well... Right. <laughs> agency. Like, there could be more, like, people of color and, like, women in the movies, but... Overall, I don't think they, like, do a horrible job, like, Mm -hmm. and I don't, they, and like you said, like, how there hasn't been any, like, Chinese villains, there's not usually, like, a whole slew of, like, foreign villains that they're, like, intentionally, like, vilifying, like, a certain group or something. I will say, there's the one, like, handsy Indian billionaire in Ghost Protocol. Yeah, I didn't like that. That entire sequence didn't feel great. But that also felt like it could have just been an indictment of billionaires at the same time. But I did like the, um... The party that was going on in that oh, one yes. was neat. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you you think the you do you like the masks? I just need to know. <sighs> I don't like them, but they're a fun bait and switch. It is they cre- the masks I don't are like them. so fun, especially since apparently that's like a thing that people can do. Oh yeah, no that that, that- like those masks. I guess they're real, right? Or okay, okay. Okay, some of it's CGI, right? Like, it's no. all CGI. Okay. No, it's not CGI. They what? just switched the actors, baby. Oh. Uh... <laughs> did you think... <laughs> did you think that that was actually Simon Pegg in an Ed Harris well, mask? okay, you were saying that they can actually it's do that It's not Ed Harris, it's a different Harris. Well, they have masks that do, like, look like realistic prosthetics. and they, they... Well, I've seen the mannequins that they have for medical simulation, and if they could... Make a robot blink and breathe. I mean, I'm sure they can make realistic masks. Like, <laughs> you haven't lived until you've seen a robot breathe. 
Okay, let's look at this Mission Impossible cast real quick. Because I'm I'm confusing my Harris's right now. Because there, there, there are several important Harris's in movies that I like. There's Jared Harris. Who's that? I don't know any of these people. Anderson Dawes of the OPA. Or King George VI in The Crown. Or the guy, the, the British guy in Mad Men. Jared Harris. He's great. I love him. I want to see only good things happen for him. But, okay. It's not like you're riding a car. There's Ed Harris, who plays Gene Kranz, the uh, flight director in Apollo 13. Also, the man in black in Westworld. Oh, he's cool. Yeah, Ed Harris is cool. But there, Sean Harris. Sean Harris is the guy who plays the villain in Mission Impossible. Solomon Lane. Solomon Lane. He plays... He's a villain in both Rogue Nation and Fallout. He's great. He has a specific accent that isn't picked up very... And voice timbre that isn't picked up very well and is kind of gritty on the microphone so you can't quite understand what he's saying, which makes for a very good villain accent. Okay. Listen, I'm just saying Harris's. They're, they're out there. Is there anything else that didn't work for you? Oh... No, I love this movie. Like, mm. <laughs> I'll bring back another uh, old segment, the fashion corner. Fashion corner. Um, what's her face, Margaret from the Crown? Oh, her the looks dress. are very good. And then when she does the butterfly the da- knife, yeah, the dagger in her like, oh, in in her garter belt. Uh huh. Amazing. Yes. Okay. She was good in this. Yeah. Because she was also quote unquote damsel in distress, but she like fought her way out of it. You also loved Ilsa in the motorcycle jacket. Yeah. All we mo- love a motorcycle outfit. <laughs> and I just... I and just, Henry's outfits. Yeah. I Tom bring, Cruise is fine. He just looks short and... Fine. Cute. Whatever. I want to I bring I want to bring it back to Rogue Nation for just one minute. The Why? outfit that Rebecca... The dress that Rebecca Ferguson wears to infiltrate the opera. That yellow gown with like the high slit. Yeah. Yeah. That's that so- one. Though, okay, the fashion in those two that we watched earlier is already getting, like, dated. Yes, because that one was 2015. Ghost Protocol was... must have been 2012. Ghost Protocol was 2011. I remember because oh. I, I took a, a girl to see that senior year in high oh, school. Oh, you took a girl. I did take a girl. Wow. Yeah. Cool. It was a good movie. We had fun. Did you even watch the movie? Yes. It wasn't that kind of relationship. Sure. It wasn't that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Listen, it was not that... When I went to movies that I hadn't seen before, I was typically watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. We all know what happened at the movies in high school. Listen, we'll talk about this off mic. <laughs> Do you want to rate this movie sure. out of missing plutonium course? Oh my gosh. Or, or No, out of... Masks and wigs. No. Would you? Okay, okay. Henry Cable cocked, cocked fists. No. There's Im- gotta be something Impossible bad. missions. Hmm, this is bad. There's, um, no, there's no one symbol for this, which makes it hard. Okay. Helicopters. If, if you were, if you were gonna defuse, if you were gonna defuse a bomb, we didn't even how talk many about... seconds would be left on the clock? We didn't even talk about how cool the location was for this one. The locations generally? Yeah. Like, no, but for, like, the the Fallout specifically. It, ca- the, the cashmere. It, All the mountains and stuff. Oh, yeah. No. Gorgeous. Great location work. 
Oh, and his wife's a doctor. Yes. How cool is that? Mm-hmm, she then she went and married another doctor. He was kind of sad. Yeah, he's the guy who dies first in Interstellar. <laughs> the one who gets who gets washed away by the wave on the oh, on the yeah, water I planet. About. <laughs> okay, we'll just rate it out of stars since there's no one symbol. No, it's fuses. Okay, well you fuse it first yeah i give this 4.5 out of 5 fuses oh my god mission impossible fallout is a great fucking movie i would watch it any day of the week i would watch it at any time wow. with anyone literally any, any friends girl. who are lit <laughs> no that's ghost protocol <laughs> fallout i watched first on my own and then convinced you to watch it and beth i just feel the need to point this out when i said we were gonna watch mission impossible fallout next Bethany was not excited at all, and she loved it. Literally, I forget that the Tom Cruise is a very good actor, man. But, but also that these are good movies because, like, we were watching it, and I, I just your fa- watching your face watching this movie was so much fun. They really took the twenty first century spy into account here. Well, I guess they're not spies, but well, they they are. They gave off more spy vibes than. Than like assigned, than like special special, special forces, yeah. or anything. Yeah, this is a great movie. We loved it. Yeah, go give it your rating. All right, three point eight. <laughs> I feel like you wanted to what? give four, and then I gave four point five. No, no, no. I, no, so okay. I had originally planned three point eight, and then when you gave me four point five, I almost gave four, but no, I said no. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Give my gut reaction. Yeah, there we go. Three point eight. Highly rated movie on our podcast. Yeah. Very, very good. Much good. Go watch it if you yeah. haven't. Liter- literally. Good it's- times. Bring a girl with you. God. <laughs> if you if you live within two hours of us, come to our house and I'll watch it with you. Literally, you could text. Yeah, just, I'm not making that promise. Just te- text I'll probably me, try to make us watch something else. Text me 12 hours in advance if you want to watch this Why movie. Why 12 specifically? Fine, 24. Why not? Text me a day in advance if you want to watch this movie. Yeah, text Sean at 8 a.m. And I will so that by make time in my schedule <laughs> so that you can, yes, so that we can John's watch this schedule. movie together. Let's pretend. Listen. <laughs> Do you want to know what we're watching next? Sure. Okay. I thought you were going to be annoyed at this one, but no. There's one more mm. movie before I annoy you. Well, you haven't told me. There's one more movie before mm, one that you're going to hate. Is it Muppet Treasure Planet? No. And Wait, I, Treasure Island. Is it? No, it's not Muppet Treasure Island. Um, it's... Mm. I, I like, I like want to I, I give you hints, but it'll give it away instantly. You know? Give me hints. Well, all the hints are in the form of songs. Starts with an M. Well, Tamatoa hasn't always been this glam. <gasps> we have Moana? We bought it, like, as soon as it came oh. out, remember? I get confused of what Disney movies we own, since now we have Disney Plus and we don't need Disney movies anymore. But we do own Moana. Wow, that's going to be exciting. We yes. haven't done an animated one in a while. Yeah, so we it's going to be a lot, lot of, of those. Well, we got one now. And we're doing it next. Home viewing is a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Other shows include Sorted and Pokemakers. And them's the facts. There's lots of shows to listen to on this network. You can find them on pocketpodcastnetwork.com. 
Our theme music is by... The Organ Machines. It's from their first EP, Parallels. The song's called Oil Waves. You can find that on Bandcamp, Spotify, what, whatever you want to find. You can, they've also got new music out on Spotify. Not since we've last put out the podcast. But, yeah, you know, no. Generally speaking, they've, they've got a single up. Check it out. Yeah. So, until next time, I'm John. And I'm Bethany. Don't buy... Too many... Any more DVDs? DVDs. <laughs>